This episode of the Deep Dive Podcast is sponsored by... If you love deviled eggs but hate the mess, try Mitzi's Chunky-style non-alcoholic deviled eggnog made with the freshest ingredients, milk, cream, sugar, mayonnaise, mustard, pickle juice, and just a hint of paprika. The great taste of deviled eggs in a thick emulsified fluid. Mitzi's Chunky-style non-alcoholic deviled eggnog. The holidays never tasted so eggy. Down 150 feet, steer course 090. Continue to dive. The release of nuclear weapons has been authorized. This is not a drill. I'd like to be a, a dentist. A dentist? Ho, ho, ho. Coming to you from the briny deep inside our tiny submersible, the Ursula, which we all know stands for what? What? Yeah, the Underwater Research Submersible Uncovering Living Amphibians. Amphibians, yep. That's right, that's the yep. one. It's the Deep Dive Podcast, all-inclusive, non-judgmental, holiday spectacular. Yeah, that sounds good. Yes, it does. I am Tannenbaum, Tom, and with me as always is my co-host, Mary Manda. Mary Manda. Yes. The <laughs> stockings are hung by the nuclear reactor, and the tree is up. Well, it's more like a seaweed wrapped around an oil drum, but it's still festive. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you know, very, you It'll know. It'll soon be kale. We have to make do with what we have here under the sea. <sighs> so, the holidays mm. are truly a magical time. They are. It is a time where people of all backgrounds can find common things they truly hate about the season. <laughs> Whether it's shopping, shoveling snow, paper cuts from wrapping presents, peppermint-flavored crap. Or all those annoying hot toddy hangovers. We can all find something to complain about. Isn't that right? That's true. Exactly, exactly. But not today, no. No, no complaints. The show is about some of our favorite season streamings. <laughs> Holiday-themed movies that are certain to at least partially alleviate your crippling seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> so, crank up your UV lamps, and we're going to get started. <laughs> Amanda, yeah. what do you got today? Oh, man. I remember talking about this last episode. I was so excited. So as soon as we mentioned Christmas, I knew I was going to talk about this. But it was so hard to find mm -hmm. on any sort of streaming service. Okay. So I ended up finding it on YouTube, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, there are some versions of it that I would imagine fall under the copyright you know, restrictions list. Yes. But you can also pay for it. So that's the one I'm recommending. Yes, you know, very good. Gotta I don't want to go in jail. Keep the lawyers off our back. Exactly. So this one, it's called Ebby. E what? Ebby? Ebby, right? How do you Just spell Ebby. that? E-B-B-I-E. -E. And it's Ebby. short for not Ebenezer, oh, but right. okay. Elizabeth somehow. Uh, yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, I'm not going to work my brain around it that. It is, um, as you might imagine, it is a retelling of... The famous Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Oh, has that been done before? It has. Oh. In fact, fun fact, over 25 adaptions in English. Oh, I'm sorry. Adaptations. Oh, there we go. In English alone. I knew that was going to happen. Wow. Like, I thought about it. I'm like, what is, uh, I knew, what word, what word am I going to mess up? And it was going to be that Dickens one. Way to Dickens that up. <laughs> but I'm, oh, hey. 
Um, anyways, it's a gender swapped one though. It stars Susan Lucci, and she is the lady who needs a lesson in life, or at least in this case, three lesson. Yeah, she, you might know her from. Um, I might. From something called All My Children. I don't oh, know what that is, but yeah, apparently it's, yeah. That's a soap know. opera. You really like her. You like her. I yeah, do. Yeah. All and right. it also has that kid from Home Improvement. I think his name was Taryn, Taryn Smith, but he's Tim Allen's son. Yeah. He's the cripple kid in this story. Crippled? Really? Yeah. You're going yeah. to go with that term? Okay. The uh, unable to walk well without a sort of handicapped uh, thing. Oh, that's too long. Yeah, it's too long. In any case, um, so oh, you know the story, right? So someone is not very nice and they need a lesson from like three or four ghosts about like how to be a good person and how to have fun at Christmas. And, you know, the joy of Christmas, the the holiday spirit of coming together with your family. In this case, it very much flows like that. But what I love about it is that she's just so mean. She is so mean. And she basically works and owns this sort of like retail environment. And it's like a triple decker store. Mm -hmm. I think it's really an homage to like old school Macy's and, um, you know, buildings like that, that or companies that had buildings like that were multi-level. Yeah. Um, you know, like Harrods and um, places Harrods. like that. Right. Selfridges. I've, I haven't been allowed in, in any of those places, but oh, yeah, so it's good. a thing. Um, what's that toy store from um, that movie? F.A.O. Schwartz. That's the one. Which they just reopened a store in Rockefeller Center. Really excited to hear about they that. They did, yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Because mm -hmm. I feel like once that went away, that was my parents' generation of feeling really sad about something that they loved going away. Ours, of course, is Toys R Us. I'm still not over that. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, I Toys know. R Us is difficult. Yeah. yeah. Babies R Us I could be okay with, but Toys R Us... No. I don't remember it because I was I blame baby. Amazon. Um, just kidding. I mean, I like Amazon. But in any case, um, <laughs> she's a businesswoman who's just really all about herself. She you knows she's very sort of self-indulgent, but she doesn't care about a lot of other people. So she's quite mean and she doesn't really care about holiday bonuses and she works mm. her employees to death and, you know, that kind of thing. She can relate. Yeah, yeah, of course. She gets visited um, by, of course, the spirits of Christmas and they teach her some lessons. And really where it takes a twist is she is all about feeling guilty so unlike in i think in sort of previous adaptations oh uh, nice thanks thanks um it really hones in on the idea that she feels guilty for something and that's the reason why she hates christmas so much she feels guilty about um her sister's death and not to play on the very un uh unused i should say mom died at christmas deal mm. um that kind of what happens that's what happens okay. and she feels really sad and guilty about it so overall you know what happens right she visits a go or they visit they visit her and uh in the morning she wakes up and she's like i love christmas one of the two best scenes out of this movie or out of this movie is she wakes up and she's in her very high up penthouse and calls down to her like sort of baggage man and she says what day is it because she didn't know of course right and he says well it's christmas and she goes i'm alive yeah and only as susan lucci can do it mm. and the other best scene is she walks into like sort of a grocery store kind of convenience store and there just happens to be a turkey a singular turkey that has already been cooked inside of this deli case and she says i'm gonna buy that turkey and give it to Tiny Tim, well, he's, you know, his family. Tiny Tim Allen? Yeah, there you go. There you go. And uh, uh, she gives away a turkey. And, um, yeah, it's just one of these things. I just, I I felt so alive by mm, watching yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I have a question about it. Yeah. Uh, you say, well, I mean, this is, is a gender-swapped version. Yeah. 
Um, were the ghosts all gender swapped as well, or were they male? Actually, all of them were women. See, I, yeah. was, I was curious about that because yeah. I thought that would make sense. Right, wouldn't it? I think that there was one who uh, actually was an ex-lover. And so he comes into play because she feels, again, guilty mm. for not uh, giving him the time of day. And then he died. And so much death to do with this, like, one sort of um, story. Very festive. Yeah. Mm. Christmas and death. They go well together. They kind of do, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, wow. fun fact, 12, or no, I'm sorry, 25 adaptations in English alone. But I found on Wikipedia that Bollywood has like 17. Wow. Bollywood. And they all have dance numbers. Yes, I can't that's wait. that's how it works. I cannot wait to see those. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure they're all on Netflix too. Yes. Because they do a one, lot of that Bollywood stuff. Oh man, you know, Netflix is great for like international movies. They really are. I really love Netflix. Yes. Can you hear that? Hello, Netflix. Can yeah. you hear that? Sponsor. Hashtag sponsor us. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait. I hear a sound. Yeah, right? You know what that sound is? What is it? Charles Dickens spinning in his grave over this. Yeah. <sighs> well, he's been dead for a couple hundred years. I yeah, don't think he's so. actually in his grave. But yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So anyways, it's a lifetime sort of movie, t- made for TV type of movie. Um cool. Typically, I think that you could sort of find it in their app, but I was searching for it and they didn't have it. But I imagine with Christmas coming in the next couple of weeks, it may show up. Um, you can buy it on YouTube and rent it for three ninety nine for 24 hours. You can also buy a original VHS on Amazon for starting at $128. Uh, what? $128. Yeah. Not joking. For a VHS, VHS. which yes. is probably the same yeah. copy that's floating around on YouTube. <laughs> Someone just ripped it. Someone just ripped it. <laughs> you know that's what happens. Oh, yeah. Oy. Oh, Amazon. I wonder if they ever, like, screen these things. Like, where did this person get this one piece of clothing that is supposedly from Jackie O or whatever? Yeah. Best Ugh. not to ask. Bet, don't ask, yeah. You know, it's your belief in the item that makes it real. Yeah, I believe in Christmas magic, so I'm yes. going to spend $128 on a VHS. Sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, oh so I love I love that movie. I, I mean, it's one of those movies like I just watch because it's really, really bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. It was good. Yeah, but I have another one. Go this right one ahead. is yeah. literally probably one of my favorite movies ever, and okay. it's totally a Christmas movie. So don't let anybody tell you that it's not. Does it have dinosaurs in it? <clears throat> No, oh, funny enough. Okay. I considered it, but then I thought, mm, well, I talked way too much about dinosaurs. But I'll, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's Gremlins. Gremlins. Right? Wow. 1984's classic love Gremlins. It. I love, love Gremlins so much, right? Oh, my God. It has Zach Galligan in it, which, interestingly enough, you might know him from Waxwork. He never really got out of that horror comedy scene. Um, so I yeah. went on his IMDb page, and mm-hmm. he has about 37 titles. Almost all of them are horror comedy films. Wow. Yeah. Mm. But um, <laughs> yeah, basic premise here, right? This kid, his dad is looking for a special gift for his kid on Christmas, and he wants to get him the perfect gift. And he's one of these dads that kind of travels often, so he's not really there for his son. So let me just, you know, give him gifts to right. make him love me. He goes into this um, sort of uh, ancient medicine shop. This Chinese man is running mm-hmm. it. Well, I... Uh, is that okay to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can so, say Chinese. Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and he sees a little creature, right? He's just kind of sitting there, and he's so cute. He's got big ears, and he's furry. He's called a mogwai. Aww. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, mogwai is devil in Cantonese. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the dad's like, I have to have it. And the man says, no, it's just too much to handle. You know, you just can't. It's, there's so many rules. And he's like, yeah, fine, I'll leave. But the young grandson who's there is like, you know what? I want to make some pocket money. Have this little mogwai. But there's uh, three rules you got to follow. The first one is it does not like bright light. Mm. So don't bring in the sun. Don't put it under a heat lamp. It doesn't like it. Bright light. 
And then there's another rule. Don't let it get wet. Like, it literally can't get wet. Like an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. And it gets, like, all burny, and he gets uncomfortable, and he screams, and it's really, really sad. And then the last and probably the most important rule is you can't feed it after midnight. But there's a flaw, right? There's a flaw in this. And my husband pointed this out to me. Isn't it, like, midnight all the time somewhere? Yes, that's true. Yeah. But I think it really might have something more to do with the position of the moon relative to where you are. Right. Something like that. But the Earth is flat, so how would that work? Don't get me started. (laughs) Okay, all right. Sorry about that. Anyways, um, this little mogwai, which he calls Gizmo, which is so cute. cute. Um, he accidentally gets wet because, like, you know, something spills on him, and all of a sudden you're like, oh no, what's going on? Everything's okay, you think, because he's not eating and he's not in bright light. It's gonna be okay, but then the music starts, right? And all of a sudden, little things start popping out of him, and he's spawning these little other what you think are mogwais, but turns out that they're bad, and they're called gremlins, and they do bad things. They're generally just sort of like nasty little creatures, but they're all led by this one gremlin called stripe (laughs) he's so adorable Mm. but he's also really mean and they do bad things and it gets to be like really (laughs) seriously bad where they're like killing things (laughs) and like oh so funny but um happens around christmas so i figured perfect christmas movie yeah i mean that's the same that's the same kind of logic they used uh, for die hard oh when they say that die hard is a christmas movie. funny yeah exactly because it happens at christmas i've never seen die hard never it's well, the that's the last episode of the Deep Dive Podcast. Thanks for li- Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's the truth. I haven't seen it. You have to see this Who's movie. Who's in that? Um, Bruce Willis. Arnold Sh- oh, yeah. Alan Rickman. Oh. Alan Rickman. I know. I He's miss- so good oh, in this movie. God, I love him so much. He's such a great villain. Professor Professor Snape? Yeah. He's so oh, good in this. You have to oh, see it. You have God. to see it. Aloha Mora on that. So good. Um, yeah. So I love it. So I love Gremlins so much. Here's a fun fact about that. Mm. The executive producer was Steven Spielberg, right? But here's the other cool bit about that. You know that Steven Spielberg directed E.T., right? Like I that's one that, of his yes. bigger movies. Yes. Yeah. It didn't, you know, it didn't do so right. well in theaters, but no, it was a directed it, it DVD one. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of Gremlins, when they're sort of like the opening scenes, the kids are walking by a um, movie theater. And on the movie theater, they have up there saying that they're showing two films, one called A Boy's Life mm-hmm. and the other one called Wash the Skies, which incidentally happened to be working titles for E.T. before it became Interesting. E.T. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty cool, huh? Nice fun fact. Yeah. yeah. I, I, man, I love it. I want a Mogwai so bad. They're so adorable. Oh, my God. Pretty sure they don't exist in real life, but, you know. Yeah. Well. That could be a thing. <laughs> um, did you know that Gizmo was actually voiced by Howie Mandel? Yes, I did. Oh. I did know that. Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I thought to myself, well, how could you voice something that just goes, ee, 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 ee? But he, um, he did a really good job. He did. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Gizmo. And then he went on to do Deal or No Deal. So I guess that's a... That was him? Yeah, evens out at the end. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he got paid good money for that. I would think so. Yeah. One of those little briefcases, too. <laughs> Whoops, sorry, it's only 10 cents. Uh, wah, <laughs> You're not getting wah. your bonus. <laughs> but yeah, those are my picks. Um, okay. You can find Gremlins on Amazon Prime. You can find snippets of it illegally on YouTube. I also <laughs> I also found it on the um, Warner Brothers website. So basically, you go to Warner Brothers, and you can actually um, see some of the movies they have up seasonally, and you can rent them from there, too. Very nice. Yeah. And you know, it actually got a pretty high score on Rotten Tomatoes. 84 wow. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that great? It is great. Oh, oh that's man. a great movie. It is a great movie, yeah, right? I like might Gremlins. go home and watch that again. Because mm. I did some research and I watched it twice. Okay. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dedicated to this podcast, man. I can tell. You're scaring me. 
Oh yeah. My. Did you pick anything? I did. Yes. Uh, so probably one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time mm. is also one of the bloodiest. Oh. Uh, uh. So this is a 1984 uh, slasher movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> now, after the uh, after the original Halloween came out in mm-hmm. 1979, mm. and then Friday the 13th, I think in 1980. Everybody was picking a holiday to do a slasher film about. Right. So, I mean, there was val- you know, the, the Valentine's Day and, and you know, um, New Year's Day. And, like, every holiday, except for maybe Arbor Day, got a... Got Columbus a, Day? Uh, yeah. Well, I probably somewhere. <laughs> uh, birthday was Happy Birthday to Me, which was, like, a good slasher film. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so all the holidays now had their own signature little murder fest. <laughs> uh, and that's where Silent Night, Deadly Night comes in Hmm. so this was a pretty decent little slasher movie Mm -hmm. but when you have santa claus as an axe-wielding murderer Hmm. you know you're gonna have some problems so basically the plot is as a little kid uh little kid a little boy sees his parents murdered by somebody in a santa claus outfit And sure. basically grows up hating Christmas and just being completely, you know. Hated that present. Yeah. So now he's all screwed up in the head. Want an Easy Bake Oven instead. Yeah, really. Not a murder. Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> easy to mistake. Uh, so naturally, he gets, uh, uh, as he's, when he grows up, he gets a job as a young man as a department store Santa Claus. Because <laughs> his mind is so screwed up. Yeah. Uh, and he takes it upon himself to, you know... Maybe not so much uh, put people on the naughty list as hack and slash them to death. Oh, nice. People that he thinks are naughty. Okay. He's a vigilante. Yes. So it's uh, kind of like Batman. San, uh, Santa Janty. I don't know. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's pretty disturbed. And, you know, he's got this double-bladed axe and just like starts hacking people mm-hmm, to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it tries in kind of a... a ham-handed way uh, <laughs> to talk about consumerism uh, and yes, Christmas yes. and all. But literally, it is just an excuse to have somebody in a Santa Claus outfit hacking people to death. I mean, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, because it's a it's a it's an 80s slasher movie, mm-hmm. you've got the requisite uh, frontal nudity and <laughs> goriness. Good and it's a, a good time. Yeah, a good time is had by all. Okay. Let's just say that. Yeah. But... There was a, a tre- at the time when this movie came out. There was a tremendous amount of controversy about it. Okay. Because all of the advertising, all the marketing, basically was Santa Claus carrying the axe, <laughs> and you can imagine. And this was you know 1984. Right. You can imagine what, the parents? uproar. Oh man. That you know parents groups, PTAs, school. I mean, everybody went out of their minds. Right. The TV ads were all like, you know, like a shot of like say, the, the the boots and the, you know the the suit and the axe and all that, and uh, and the, uh, the the movie poster basically has Santa Claus climbing out of a chimney, axe, bloody axe in one hand, <laughs> and yeah, so people pretty much lost their minds about this, uh, and so uh, originally the film was going to be released by uh it was picked up by a major distributor mm. because you know they thought oh this is going to be you know, people yeah. are going to come and see this mm-hmm. but because of all the protests that happened 
they basically dropped the film, took the, all the ads out, mm-hmm. and it never really got a chance to be seen uh, until later when an independent company picked it up and mm. distributed it. But it was after Christmas, so nobody cared at that point. Right, right, right. Uh, but, Thanks, Tipper Gore. Yeah, but it wound up being a, a, a big cult movie. Yeah. And it, it's people watch it, you know, as, as part of their holiday tradition, which is kind of <laughs> sick, if you think about that. Um, and even still, this movie spawned four sequels and a remake. <laughs> so yeah, there are a bunch of there's five Silent Night, Deadly Night films floating around out there. Lots of Deadly Nights. That yeah. So not seriously. one is the most deadly, but there's many deadly. Yeah, there's many Deadly Nights. The second one, the first sequel, was basically uh, a clip show <laughs> with all flashbacks. <laughs> How do so they like, get funding for this? Uh, it made well. It eventually made money. Oh, okay. You know, horror films don't lose money. Yeah, that's the thing. Hmm. They're cheap to make. They, you know, you can use B grade talent. Doesn't matter. Right. You know, as long as you got all the elements, it's going to make money. So people always get scared. Yeah, or laugh. Or laugh. <laughs> you know, hey, Santa Claus killing somebody. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's um, that. Silent Night, Deadly Night is actually for free hmm. on a streaming service called Shutter. Oh, I love Shudder. Shudder's great. It's yeah. all horror content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this month it's free. Okay. So you can watch it for free. But it is also available for rental on iTunes. Uh, you can rent it on YouTube and Vudu mm-hmm. and a few other services as well. Uh, so it is a holiday classic. I would highly recommend it. Holiday classic. Holiday classic. Exactly. So I have yet another pick. Oh, I'm uh, excited for this one. Yes. The 1964 Ooh. classic Santa Claus conquers the martians <laughs> i'm not making this up this oh, is man. this is this is a this is a big old lump of coal <laughs> it really is big old lump of coal um this is so insane that it has been riffed on mystery science theater 3000 riff tracks and cinematic titanic oh geez. so all three of those they have done their own versions of santa claus conquers the martians wow. um this plot makes absolutely no sense, mm-hmm. so I'm not even going to try to describe what happens in this movie. But basically, mm. Martians mm-hmm. on Mars, yeah, little green guys, mm-hmm. don't have a Santa Claus of their own. Oh, so they decide to kidnap Santa Claus, yeah, and bring him to Mars and force him to make toys for the Martian kids. Okay, okay. Now this That's quite sad. Yeah, there hasn't been a plan this bad since Plan Nine. Right. So, needless to say, some of the Martian kids feel bad for Santa, and mm-hmm. they try to help him out, and they force Santa to build a factory on Mars and do all this sort of thing. It is. It makes absolutely no sense mm-hmm. whatsoever. But you want to watch it because you can't. You can't look away. It's like <laughs> a car accident. Oh. You can't stop looking at the cheap yep. sets, bad costumes, terrible makeup, awful acting. And it's just one of those things where all these elements put together transcend how bad it is Mm -hmm. and elevate it to cinematic godhood (laughs) because it's just so bad you can't stop looking at it. Man. And I got to say, this this had, you know, this movie's had a revival in the past, you know, five, six years or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I actually remember seeing this in a theater when I was about 12 years old. Some crappy dollar theater okay. that would book the weirdest stuff. 
And I saw this in the theater, and this was like with the creaky seats and the sticky floors, and this was like, this was a bad yeah. theater. But they had, they had somebody actually booked this movie, and I remember my tiny little mind being completely blown by this thing. Like, what am I watching? Who made this? Who took you to that? I don't, I, I, nobody <laughs> took me to it. My parents would, look, when I would see, when I was a kid, I was an only child, so basically, you know, I could do whatever the hell I wanted. Mm. So basically, my parents would drop me off at the movies Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Really? No matter what was playing. Just a, here you go, Tom. Here you go. Done. And then they would come pick me up when it was over. Wow. So I saw stuff that I never should have seen. <laughs> you know, oh. uh, I don't regret that because I had a blast. Yeah. But that was pretty much it. You know, they just kind of like, okay, you go and you watch a movie or two and we'll That's pick you up. That's awesome, though. So, because you know, I grew up in a small town. There was nothing ever bad. Right. We're going right, on. Right. Nobody was worried about that kind of thing. So it was just like, here you go. Like, okay, fine. That's good. So, Santa Claus Conquer the Martians, which is free, yeah. by the way, on Amazon Prime and on Tubi. Oh, I love Tubi. But you can also rent it on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play. Don't rent it. Just yeah. just get it on Amazon Prime or find yeah. find it. I'm sure it's on YouTube yeah. for free. Um, because it's really, I mean, it's fun, but I wouldn't pay for it. Right. In any kind of uh, way. So, yeah. can I do another one? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, as bad as Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is, it does not come close mm-hmm. to Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. What? Yes. That's okay. right. I did not stutter. Okay. Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this movie. But mm-hmm. just keep in mind one thing. I'm not on drugs right now. Okay. I felt like it when I was watching it, but I'm not. At the moment, okay? And you're not being paid by Baskin Robbins? No. Okay, okay, gotcha. So, Santa's sleigh mm-hmm. gets stuck in the sand in Florida <laughs> in broad daylight. Like, it happens, right? Yeah. So, his reindeer ditch him. <laughs> yeah. Because they're getting hot. And they're like, ah, I'm out of here. Though they leave Santa basically to die in the heat. Wow, with the suit on jerks. and the beard and the whole thing. Yeah. So, Santa's like... Basically, like, sprawled out in this sleigh. <laughs> Basically dying, you know. And all of a sudden, and they never explain how this works. He kind of, like, summons the children of the town. <laughs> like, with his mind. I don't know. I don't know how this works. LSD? Maybe. <laughs> this was, because this was made in ni- uh, 1972. Very possible. Though. So, yeah, very, very possible. <laughs> so, the children, they all come to Santa. Mm-hmm. And they try to help him get the sleigh unstuck. Okay. And they bring farm animals to help for some reason. How badly is this yeah. stuck? Oh, no. It's, it's, it's basically just stuck in the sand. It can't. Okay. Know. I mean, it's a giant sleigh, so what are you going to do? Yeah. So while they're trying to figure out how to get this sleigh out of the sand, mm-hmm. Santa starts telling the kids a story. Yeah, as you do. And basically, they. It, the, the filmmakers insert another movie into this movie. Oh, wow. So there is a movie within a movie. Clever. I think it's just to pad the film out, honestly. <laughs> because the movie within a movie is actually longer than the other segments. Uh, so apparently the producers had made a previous movie that never oh, really got no. seen. And so they stuck this movie, credits and all, into this Santa movie. The and credits. Was, no, no they, they stuck this entire movie called oh. Thumbelina based on the story, with credits and all, into the movie. Okay. So as Santa's telling the story, all of a sudden you cut to another movie. 
It's like, what happened? And the entire movie, ta- I mean, it just runs through the whole movie uh-huh. till the end. And then we come back to Santa. There's no, like, sort of interesting, no. you know, way that he says, oh, I'm going to tell you a story, kids. No, not at all. Not oh. at all. It, it just happens. No flashback scene? No. It's just like, oh, we didn't have enough footage to make an actual full-length movie, so we're going to stick this other movie right in the middle Literally of it. Literally no explanation. With virtually, so I'm going to tell you a story, and then they go to the, this other movie. Okay. Like somebody, fl- like somebody switched a channel. <laughs> And in some prints of this film, it's a different movie <laughs> that's stuck in the middle. Oh, it's like man. a, uh, yeah, it's a different movie altogether. People like spliced a little film yeah, together. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's like, oh, we got a great idea. Let's let's just let's just throw this right in the middle of it. Oh. Uh, so when they finally get back uh, to Santa, mm-hmm. like he's like he's on the ropes, you know. Right. He's bad. He's in bad shape. <laughs> and these kids are like, eh, I don't know what to do. Um. But then, apparently, there's this uh, wonder dog or something like that. This dog runs off. One of the kids' dogs, I'm guessing, uh, runs off. And a few minutes later, this antique fire engine pulls up. Oh, of course. With the ice cream bunny, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah, what? It's basically a a guy in a bunny suit uh, riding this or driving this antique fire engine. And it's... I don't get it. I just, I don't understand. And this bunny is scarier than the one from Donnie Darko, if you've ever seen that movie. Oh, yes. Um, so Santa gets in the gets in the fire engine, and he and the ice cream bunny drive off to the North Pole. I don't know how you drive to the North Pole. I'm not sure how that happens. Um, so, yeah, it's bizarre. What it happened is, to the kids? Nobody knows. Oh, oh, they're just, oh, oh, they're and, just there. Yeah, and by the way, um, the whole thing is being observed by Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Don't ask me why. I have no idea. Okay. It doesn't make sense. It never did. And this took place in Florida. This took place in Florida, which, you know, if you know Florida. Florida not but, like the rest of us. Uh, it, this is available for free on Amazon Prime. Mm. Okay? Which is, and I, and I say that because that the version you should watch is on Amazon Prime because that's the, they have the riff tracks version of it, which is hilarious. It's so funny. Oh. The, the comments about, because this is so bad. And they it makes, can't charge for it. They're just like, take it yeah, for free. Yeah, just take it for free. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense, but it's hilarious with the commentary. Uh-huh. Now, you can rent it on iTunes, also on YouTube and some other services as well, but watch the riff tracks version mm-hmm. if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will not be sorry for this. This is the funniest thing. And it, it actually, I'm going to make a weird recommendation. Okay. If you wind up getting the flu this holiday <laughs> season, and I hope you don't, but if you do, if you do, and you're in the throes of the, of the flu, mm-hmm. watch it then because you'll think you had some kind of weird fever dream when you're done. Be like, did I actually watch that? Yeah. Is that real? So, but yeah, Santa and the ice cream bunny. Oh, yeah. Where do you find these things? You know, I, I suppose that's the whole point, right? Best not to ask. Yeah, yeah. Best not to ask. So, I'd like to wrap it up though with with this this whole segment with something. Hmm. A movie, a Christmas yeah. movie that you can't watch. That I cannot watch. You cannot watch. It is not available mm-hmm. for rental. Okay. Uh, it is not available on any of the uh, officially. On any of the standard streaming services. Okay. Um, I'll qualify that in a minute. But this film, this is a French movie, mm. a Christmas movie, called 36 Quinze uh, Good Père Noël. You know I can't speak French. Pardon? Oh, what? Uh, which is basically called, it's 
3615 code Père Noël or Father Christmas. Okay. So basically this little kid, this is a 1989 movie. Mm -hmm. This little kid, genius kid, of course, Mm -hmm. with a mullet and a Rambo fixation, uh, (laughs) decides to set traps to capture Santa on Christmas Eve. Yeah. For fun. Like you do, I guess. I don't know. Instead of leaving him cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Just set a trap. But instead of Santa, some psycho in a Santa suit breaks into the house. Mm -hmm. And he's alone with his grandpa who can't see. (laughs) So, great. So, little Rambo boy uh, uses his makeshift booby traps to basically stop this nut job. Uh, Now, this may sound familiar. Very weirdly specific. (laughs) Yeah. it It sounds a lot like another movie that came out called... Home Alone. <laughs> Except small two guys, movie. two guys instead of a guy in a Santa suit, right? And, but here's the kicker with this movie. This movie came out before Home Alone. Uh-oh. Yeah, this movie was from 1989. Home Alone came out in 1990. Smelling lawsuit. Yeah. So, the filmmakers of this French masterpiece uh, essentially tried to sue 20th Century Fox <laughs> for stealing the idea for Home Alone. Did they win? No. Oh. Apparently they believed the director of Home Alone, who said that he got the idea while flying uh, to Paris on vacation. What? Yeah. So, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, man. But, you know, this, it, it's weird. This is a, It's actually a pretty well-made movie. It's got mm-hmm. some great camera angles, uh, very well shot. Uh, it's got some decent action pieces. And it's pretty imaginative. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is it's never been released in the United States. Uh, so if you can find a copy, uh, I think a couple of years ago, somebody released a DVD version, mm. but once again, that's really hard to find, uh, or very expensive either way. Uh, and it's not available on, as I said, any streaming services, but you can see it. It looks like a pretty bad VHS rip on YouTube, mm. but there's no subtitles. It's in French with no English subtitles. So if your French is good or you want to hold up uh, Google Translate in front of the TV <laughs> or in front of your computer while you're watching it, uh, I highly recommend it, actually. It's a pretty interesting movie. Um, and like I said, for what it is, it's actually pretty well made. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can check it out, once again, uh, it's uh, essentially 3615 Code Père Noël or... Uh, it was released under the uh, title Deadly Games as well, which makes no sense. It's like Reindeer those, Games. Yeah, see, that would have been better. Yeah. Uh, but then they Someone stuck some movie. generic action movie title on there instead. <laughs> I don't know why. Rambo Games. Yeah, something weird. <laughs> I don't think that's copyrighted. Oh, man. So, yeah, so there's some good stuff out there. This is going to be a good Christmas. I think so. I think so. We will not be bored. No, we'll not be bored. Um, the thing is, is that there's other kinds of movies this time of year. Mm-hmm. Some that are very, very popular with a certain demographic. Hmm. And, yeah, I mean... I couldn't imagine who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, think, um, uh, you know, basic plot, um, actors from 90s movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. um, The word Christmas in the title, usually. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, uh, living in a greeting card kind of scenario so of course i'm talking about the hallmark channel yes the (laughs) hallmark channel isn't that lovely oh yeah so they trot out 
a lot of these Christmas movies. <laughs> new ones. Yeah, a lot of new ones. Yeah. There's over a hundred of them out there total. I mean, there's oh. all, well over a hundred. Uh, and people, the, certain demographic, mind you. <laughs> which and, we won't name. Which we won't name, but I am not one of them. Uh, <laughs> loves these movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's almost like, and I think it was described to me once as sort of televised Prozac. Oh. You know, where it's just... It's it's sweet. It's you know, there's no violence. There, you know, nothing bad. You know, a little bit of tension, but not enough to really eh, mm-hmm. jangle your nerves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it always has a happy ending, mm-hmm. right? So yep. for some people, that they need that kind of stability mm-hmm. in their own lives. I see. And so I they see. use these Hallmark movies to kind of live vicariously through maybe a holiday that they otherwise are not thrilled with, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever reason you have for wanting to watch. That's okay. So some of these movies, I'm going to read some titles. Okay. These are actual titles. Uh, Tis the Season for Love. (laughs) Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus. (laughs) The Santa Incident. (laughs) A Grandpa for Christmas. Journey Back to Christmas. A Dog Named Christmas. Battle of the Bulbs. (laughs) Mistletoe over Manhattan. Cancel Christmas. That's my favorite. The Case for Christmas and A Christmas Wish. There's always a Christmas wish somewhere. Yes. There's always a Christmas wish. Just like you notice there's always these movies about like Christmas articles of clothing. Yeah. The Christmas boots. The The Christmas Christmas shoes. The Christmas stockings. Yeah, that's right. The Christmas trousers. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, it's on uh, British TV. Okay. Yeah. Christmas Enough said. Okay, yeah. But in any case, like, there's always articles of clothing that invokes the spirit of Christmas yeah, somehow. Somehow. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But I've heard that next year, Hallmark's going in a bit of a different direction. Yeah. So they're going to try to branch out and not follow the same Christmas cookie cutter plots that they've been using before. About so we've time. got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've actually got, uh, I've actually got some of these here. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, we've got Return to Eggnog Lake, <laughs> which I think is more in the line of the traditional ones because basically, from what I understand, it's basically, you know, uh, uh, an eggnog factory is going to shut down. Okay. They're being bought out by uh, a wealthy industrialist whose fiance comes to the town to check it out, mm-hmm. falls in love with the local eggnog guy. You know, it's one of those things. Oh, okay. Nothing to do with, like, Placid Lake. No, no, okay. nothing like that. That'd be okay. fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, this one sounds good. A Dead Mall Christmas. Oh, so I think this uh, apparently takes place in a dying shopping mall um, where I think uh, the, the the mall Santa is going to get fired. Oh, yeah. And, you know, takes his revenge. <laughs> so that sounds fun. Or apocalyptic, like with yeah, zombies. Yeah, there you go. That would be great. Zombie Santa. I'd like to see zombie Santa. Would yeah, you like to see zombie I Santa? I would be. I would like to see that. Don't sit yeah. on his lap, though. It's Ooh. not good. Ooh, bit no. bony. No. no. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. We're going to cut that part out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also The Night Santa Died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Heart so, just broke a million pieces. Well, basically, it's about a Santa Claus uh, in a small town, and that's his thing every year. But uh, a little boy in the town uh, needs a transplant, and Santa's going to donate oh, uh, donate God. his organs um, so that the little boy can have the greatest prison, present of all, the gift of life. Uh, so, you know, there's that going on. But it how sounds, does he get the organs? Uh, who knows? Christmas okay. magic? Maybe it's a... Christmas magic. Elf donor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. It's pretty, pretty sad, actually. Uh, there's Murder by Mistletoe. 
Ooh. Which sounds like fun. Ooh, yes. Uh, this one, this one I really, I'm really looking forward to. Will mommy's new friend Roger be my new daddy for Christmas? <laughs> um, and that's based on the popular song by country music legend, legend Tiny Creekwater. Tiny Creekwater. Tiny Creekwater yeah. is very popular. Um, and Miracle at the Abandoned Tinsel Factory. Yeah, that sounds great. I want to see these movies. They have a factory for making tinsel? There's a tinsel factory. <laughs> yeah, and it went out of business, just like they all do. Oh, that's so sad. But in the end, they find a huge uh, a huge uh, box of, uh, of tinsel that was never sold. Because oh. it's like really popular now, because yeah. it went out of business, and everybody okay. wants to buy the tinsel. Yep. And so the ghost of the old man that owned the tinsel factory leads them to his house, where there's all these tinsel boxes in the basement. It's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Except it sounds you have like- cats. Oh, no. Yeah. No, cats and tinsel do not You don't have a lot well. of dead cats. Oh. That's not good. Tinsley poop. Oh. Yeah. No, thank you. That's not a Merry <laughs> Christmas. Or a Meowie Christmas. I don't know how that works. Oh, cute. There you go. We need to get a cat. Let's get a cat. I want a cat. We can't have a cat down here. Are you kidding? How are we going to feed? It's going to stink. Literally never do anything that I want to do. Because everything you want to do will kill us ultimately. Mm, fair enough. All right, then. And I'm going to throw some Hanukkah movies in there. Oh, see? That's really nice. This is great. So we've got... Inclusive. Uh, yeah, we got It's Raining Menorah. <laughs> um, the Raccoon That Saved Hanukkah. I think that's animated. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Meet yeah. the Maccabees. Which <laughs> meet I think will be... Meet, meet the Maccabees. I think that'll be fun, yeah. Mench on a bench. Hey, I've seen that. <laughs> mostly uh, mostly in the bins. I don't know. Like, uh, I've seen that at Michael's, Brick yeah. Arts and Crafts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> it's just odd. I don't know how they get away with it. I don't know either. But, but I'm, you know, I'm weirdly intrigued. That, you know, the whole Elf on the Shelf thing, it's... That's a whole other show, but boy, that creeps me out. Yeah, right? And now they sell outfits for the elf. Like, you can buy separate outfits, like Barbies. You can buy different clothes. I mean, what else is an elf on a shelf going to be? Dentist? Eh, Thanks, Army. Oh. But, you know. When I was a kid, I really wanted Dentist Barbie. There was a Dentist Barbie? There really was. There absolutely was. Why did you want that? I don't know, because she had a white lab coat. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea why. My parents always told me that I wanted a uh, Jeep, right? Like one yeah. of the Power Wheels ones. Yeah. And then also Dentist Barbie. Dentist Barbie. I couldn't tell you why, but I think uh, it says a lot about me. I do. I think it says a lot about you too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe one day you learn the tooth about it. <laughs> that was good. Oh. Uh, no, I didn't. No. Wait. Okay. 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 <laughs> so. Yes. Uh, anything else you want to add, or do you feel no? I think this is good. good. Yeah, we okay. went a little bit over, but you know what? It, in the spirit of holiday, we are giving our listeners an amazing episode. I think so too. All three of them. Yes, I think uh, I think the uh, I think the listeners should give back in uh, tens and twenties. Yes, um, um, and also ratings on iTunes. We thank would love you. you. Yes, hi, great. <laughs> Listen to us on iTunes, please. Oh man. Uh, so. We want to thank everybody absolutely for listening to this very special episode yes, of special. the Deep Dive Podcast. Mm-hmm. My name is Tom, and on behalf of my own personal elf on the shelf, Manda. <laughs> oh, and by the way, stop doing that; it's creepy. Yeah. Uh, we wish you a very happy holiday and season streamings. Um, we will see, and I mean S E A. Ho 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 ho. We will see you soon. So. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, this let's time. do this properly, okay? Yes, I've ready? been practicing. Right? Three, two, one. And ho, ho, ho! Oh, Damn man. it! You know, you really gotta come to rehearsal, Amanda. Oh, I know. Don't forget to check out our website 
at thedeepdivepodcast.podbean.com for more info on the movies we talked about and links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. If you have any comments or suggestions, please email us at thedeepdivepodcast at gmail.com. The Deep Dive Podcast is a production of Automaton Media.